Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Healthy Church Staff Podcast. My name is Todd Rhodes, one of the co-founders over at chemistrystaffing.com, and we are in the middle. I'm so glad you're here. We're in the middle, actually getting towards the end of our series that we're calling the Ten Commandments for Church Staff. And these are just kind of ten rules, commandments, I don't know what you want to call them, that that I've noticed over my last 30 years that I wanted to share with you. And these 10 commandments are not meant to be burdensome. I've said this uh, in every episode, they're not meant to be burdensome, but they are meant to help you hopefully maintain some work-life balance. And if, and this is my firm belief, if you can take a look at these 10 commandments and, and try to adhere to these in your work at your church, it could set you up just to have a really great kingdom impact in your ministry, both today and the years to come. Okay, so we've already looked at seven. Today we're on number eight. So if you've already missed the first seven, you're just joining us here, go ahead and hit subscribe. And when you do that, you'll get access to all of the first seven as well. But today we're going to talk about, this is an interesting one, and it's one that I think we need to talk about more in the church and we don't. We just chalk it up sometimes to stuff like that. It's all water under the bridge, right? We're talking about commandment number eight, which is seek reconciliation. And number eight, just like all the other nine commandments, have a biblical basis for them. And today we're looking at Romans 12, verse 18, which says, if, it's, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. King James says, if it be possible, as much as it lieth with you, live peaceably with all men. Okay. Let's unpack that just a bit, okay? Because, boy, if you've been in ministry longer than five minutes, you know that there's conflict. There are personalities involved. There, there are different, differing ideas. There are, are differing motivations. There are differing strategies and philosophies. And they can get in the way a lot of times. And, and the church, man, can just be a hotbed for conflict. And I don't, I hear people talk a lot about conflict and how to get through conflict, but very seldom, very seldom do I hear people talk about reconciliation. And reconciliation is just what we're talking about here in Romans. It's as much as it depends on you, live at peace. And that doesn't mean running away from a church that there's a lot of conflict in. It doesn't mean writing people off. It means just what it says. As much as it depends on you, try and get some peace. Try and get some reconciliation. Now, as we unpack this, this could be personally. This could be between you and another person, that there's some kind of conflict, that there just needs to be, you, you hope and you pray for reconciliation. It, so it could be one-on-one. It could be maybe collectively as a staff at your church. Maybe there's conflict at the staff level that, that needs some reconciliation and someone to step in and, and do some of that hard work of reconciliation and kind of bring the, the parties together. It could be even larger than the staff. It could be church-wide. It could be a whole your whole church is just rife with conflict, maybe over a certain theological truth or leaning or, or something. And, and, and there's one other place, too, that this need for reconciliation, and, and that's online. On social media, I see so many people that are honestly just poking the bear they're more right, uh, more more concerned about being right than about relationships, or uh, at least saying they're right or convincing people of their point of view 
but a lot of times it, it causes conflict and it does not create, as Roman says, it doesn't create peace. So let's look at some red flags that may indicate that you need some reconciliation. And my hunch is you're like me, you know, right now, who would I, who would I be really uncomfortable with if I had a phone call? If, if I called them, who are the people on your do not call list or do not email list, right? Those people maybe that you had a conflict with in the past that never really had any kind of resolution. Here are some red flags that you can look at even today in your ministry to determine whether or not you need to really work and hone in on reconciliation. The first is just a rack, uh, lack of forgiveness. Is there anybody right now that you're holding a grudge with or anybody that you're refusing to forgive past wrongs? That's until you're ready to give up that grudge, until you're ready to refuse, until you're ready to forgive, that's a significant barrier to reconciliation. And honestly, going back to that Romans 12, that's on you. If you're holding the grudge and refusing to forgive, that goes back to that verse that says, as much as it depends on you, and dude, that depends on you, and it depends on me to be able to, to do that. And that's hard. It is hard stuff. But if you have a lack of forgiveness, that there's, I think biblically, it, Jesus would want us to seek reconciliation and offer forgiveness at the very least. Okay? That's where the whole, as it depends on you, happens. Because you can offer forgiveness and it might not be accepted, but you've done everything you can as much as you can, it depends on you. Okay? So lack of forgiveness is one. Maybe one that, that is interesting because it might be happening right now. It might be, this is where there just needs to be this is where it brews, and that's the avoidance of difficult conversations. If there are difficult conversations that you need to have and you've just been putting it off, and maybe it's a conversation from from the past week, maybe it's a conversation from five years ago that well, things just aren't right there and you need to have a difficult conversation, but you've been putting it off because it's difficult. Nobody likes that. If If you're avoiding difficult conversations that you need to happen, that could be an area that the, the relationship is not right, and it may show a tendency to avoid any kind of reconciliation if you're really holding on to those. One more, lack of empathy and understanding. We've talked about empathy before, but if, there's a, if, if you find that there's a constant lack of empathy towards those that maybe offer different views or have taken a different size of a, a side of a cause, it may suggest an avoidance to reconciliation. Would you rather be in relationship or would you rather feel like you're right? This is always dicey. I get this. But relationships matter, and particularly when you're on a church staff. People are looking to you and looking to see how your relationships are. If you have horrible relationships, if you're running from your current church and you go to interview at your, at your next church, they're going to ask you about your relationships. And if there's not reconciliation there, it's going to be a red flag for them. It would be for me. As you look, here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. Just take a few minutes now and, and pray. Ask God, is there anybody in my life that I really, I've got some unresolved issues with that, that I should really go and have maybe that tough conversation or at least offer, offer an apology? I got a call uh, a couple years ago from someone that just called me out of the blue. It had been, been two years. And he just said, hey, Todd, the Holy Spirit's really been convicting me, and we didn't leave things well, and I did some things that, that I'm not proud of, and I just wanted to apologize to you. 
And you know what? On the receiving end of that, for me, um, it was gone. And any issues in the past were gone. Do you know how much courage and how much obedience to the Holy Spirit that took for that person to pick up the phone and call after a couple of years and say, hey, I want to work toward reconciliation here. It's huge. It's huge. I'm sure it was huge for him too. It's huge for you. It's huge for the person. So take some time to pray through that today. If you have any questions or any comments, you can always reach me at podcast at chemistry staffing. I'd love to hear from you. And if you've got any questions, we can move into uh, another episode here at the Healthy Church Staff Podcast. We'd be happy to do that as well. Thanks. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are going to continue on with our commandment. Let's see what our commandment is tomorrow. Our commandment tomorrow is, uh, this will be good. This will be good. Love to dig, dig into this. Be teachable. Be teachable. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.